Alternative Radio. What's going on, everybody? We are back. This is episode 173 of the Dark Windows Podcast. My name is Kevin. And I'm Kevin as well. And what a fucking day it's been. (laughs) Tis been a day. Yeah. It's cold as balls here. It's cold as shit. I lost my job first thing this morning. And then uh, I had another job roughly seven hours later. So it's been a a fucking roller coaster. I didn't lose shit. And uh, actually, I ended up getting a raise out of it. So Fuck off. (laughs) That like a substantial one, like four bucks. So... Hey. Yeah, which that's, is pretty that's, rad. It's more than, you know. This will officially be the most money I've ever made, like, salary-wise. Eh, yeah. More than me, man. Because when I was killing rats and shit, I made pretty good money, but not that good. But, you know. Anyway, so speaking of bad days. Yes. We are going to be talking about some bad days in history this week. And For, you know, just because uh, I was like, you know. And this was Fuck pre-planned it. before I had a really bad day. Yeah. I mean, I was, I kind of was like, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about some bad days in history because, yeah. you know, there are a lot of bad days in history. I don't know about you, man, but I got some fucking doozies. There are, there's <laughs> been a lot of bad do, fucking days. Do we want to bounce back and forth like you do one, I do one? Sure. Okay, cool. That. What's, do, uh, okay, hold on. Flip toy, uh, okay, we'll, we'll call what, it. What, what? Your first one is in April. Of what year? Oh, I'm not going by year. I'm going by just, like, April 15th is my first. What's your first? Oh, mine's... Fuck, dude. Mine's not until October. Okay, so I'll go first. So, spoiler alert, a lot of bad shits happened the week of April 15th to the April... Uh, to, uh, oh, yeah, yeah? Oh, yes. Yeah? A lot of bad shit has happened between April 15th and April 20th. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have multiple events for some days. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So I'll just do, you know, I'll just do one alternate. Yeah, Yeah. I'll do one. Then you. Yeah, perfect. So uh, April 15th, 1865. I'm sorry, 1895. I apologize. Oh, Paul I got my (laughs) my shit backwards. You better fucking die, Paul So Abraham Lincoln decides, well, technically it was the night before him and wife, him and his wife went to the theater and, you know, his, he took both of his beards to the theater. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so April fifteenth, the next day, he would slip into a coma and pass away. Uh, oh, probably should mention why he got shot in his giant head about nine hours previous. The at, famous, uh, the most famous theater, li- one of the most famous lines ever. Oh, I'm gonna get there. Six Semper Tyrannus. <laughs> Six Semper Tyrannosaurus. Tyrannosaurus Rex. forever faithful, terrible lizard. <laughs> Somebody will pick that up and understand exactly what I meant. So they were sitting in the uh, up in the box seats, and they were watching a rendition of the play Our American Cousin. Um, one of the actors, uh, Edgar Allan Poe lookalike, John Wilkes Booth, came up behind him through the doors... Um, I like to think he just kicked the fucking door in. Nah, he, he just fucking, he kind of like, just like snuck in. Because... That's true. He was crafty. He was a southerner. He was sneaky. Yeah. If he had been some dickhead from up here, he'd have been like, bam, kicked that door and be like, motherfucker, and just blasted him. That well, would have been it. 
I mean, because we're not we're not so subtle. <laughs> you know, someone like be like, oh, wh- wh- why the hell didn't the Secret Service stop him? There was no goddamn Secret Service. Well, I mean, he had a bodyguard with him, and that didn't work out real well either. Um, well, yeah, because you know. So yeah, he he snuck, he sneaks in, and he shouts like Kevin mentioned, six Semper Tyrannus." Well, this is after he actually. Oh no, he yelled that before he shot him. And then as he's running back across the stage after escaping, he yells, the South is avenged. Um, But in between there, he got into a scuffle with a man by the name of Rathbone. I couldn't find a first name on him. He was one of the Um, personal uh, uh, guardians, like bodyguards of the president. Um, So this Rathbone dude was apparently much bigger than John Wilkes Booth. And he was like starting to thrash on him. And Booth, like, reached into his jacket and comes out with this little tiny knife and stabbed him in the arms a couple of times. Um, obviously, getting stabbed in the arms, you let go. So he did, and he fucking whoop, hopped down out of the thing and ran across the stage with a bloody knife in his hand. Everybody thought it was part of the play. Because he delivered the gunshot during one of the lines in the play that was supposed to get the biggest laugh of, of the whole thing. I thinking, think... oh, the laughter will cover the gunshot. I think the lines were actually reversed. I think the ra- self will rise again. He shoots him. I don't know. Then he jumps off the stage. I don't know. I'm just going his, off the research. I breaks did. his fucking leg and yells, six Semper Tyrannus. Yeah. Well, just because. Like, about, uh, either way. I mean, but yeah, he I mean, broke his fucking leg. But I mean, he also used a Derringer so somebody could have coughed real loud and it would have covered the sound. You know? But, well, he went through his fucking, you know, watermelon head. You know, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln had a giant fucking head. Yeah. Um, so, you know, obviously he escapes and he's, he's harbored by some Confederate sympathizers until the morning of April 26th, when he's cornered in a cabin and a tobacco field in Virginia on a farm owned by a man by the name of Richard Garrett. I don't know why I wanted to say Garrett Richards, but it's Garrett, it's Richard Garrett. Um, <laughs> the union troops surrounding the building then set it on fucking fire and, you know, Booth came, you know, Booth came out coughing and sputtering, and uh, he was shot in the neck by a Union soldier by the name of Boston Corbett, which is this fucking epic so, name. Sounds like a pro wrestler name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so he uh, he got blasted and died because he was a piece of shit. Um, Supposedly, well, there's... no, no, he was a piece of shit. Well, no, no, no. Supposedly, like there is a conspiracy theory out there that actually says that it was aliens. Uh, no, oh, that okay. uh, that I can never um, tell with you that John Wilkes Booth actually survived. He actually got out of um, the barn and oh, and they killed Edgar Allan Poe instead. Yeah, I always wanted to get him in a headlock. It's like a pumpkin. Yeah, well, I don't think they actually recovered a body because they they just let it fucking burn. So like Billy the Kid at him. Yeah. Hmm. Do you know uh? And then he became known as Samuel Clemens. Yes. That'd be some shit. If Mark Twain was the one that actually fucking killed Abraham Lincoln, and this all just been some gigantic it's crazy. fucking Dixieland cover-up. Uh, the line... Uh, I was going to say cotton pick and cover-up, but that sounded seemed a little, like, not quite above board, but whatever. And this is the point where the, line, the, the, the phrasing of his name is Mud came from. Hmm. Because Dr. Mudd set his leg, and then the motherfucker got tried for treason. Understandably. Because he did what he was supposed to do. He took an oath, the Hippocratic Oath, to do what is needed. Okay. 
He didn't know. That, no, no, that, that, I, I that, get that. That, uh, that he shot Lincoln. I get that. But think about it like this. One of the 9-11 hijackers somehow survives, and the doctor's like, man, this dude's going to fucking die, and he saves his life. Probably would have done the same thing. They're like, eh, fuck this guy. Like, mm, yeah, but the thing fuck is, fuck the both he is. Well, but you're, but I you're understand that way. But, you know, I know what you're saying. You know, but he at the time, I mean, at the time, you know, this is eighteen whatever, eighteen sixty something, eighteen ninety five. Yes, ninety five. Yes, that's what, that's what I meant. He didn't know. I mean, there wasn't, it wasn't you know, mass media to like blast it out over a radio or a TV to say, hey. Be on the lookout for this dumb motherfucker. He jumped off the stage, broke his fucking leg. 1895 CNN would have been like, but is he really wrong? Is he? I mean, we have to be sympathetic to these people. No, you don't. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. No, actually, it would have been a reverse because he would have been like, no, you need to hunt him down because technically the Republicans which is what, were, were, somewhere were Democrat. There. Yeah. So... Democrats were more Republican. But you can't say Fox News is the good guy because somebody will cancel their fucking show. <laughs> when in truth, they're all full of shit. You're right. And honestly, the only one probably actually telling the truth that's going to make me sound like a psychopath is probably Alex Jones. Well, yeah, probably. Because, <laughs> you know, when you have a guy that's like, you know what, all of you guys are full of shit. And I'm the only one telling everybody the truth. And. I sound like a fucking crazy person because you spin it that way. Listen, the frogs are fucking turning gay, okay? Jesus. They weren't turning gay. It was changing their genders, so. What should they the automatically do it. anyway? It, it was not in that species, though. Oh, well. They can't. It is what it is. Right. Yeah. Frogs are bisexual. We get it. It's true. Whatever. Who cares? Anyway. So, that's your first one? Yeah, that's my okay. first one. Well, my first one. Happened, it's an eventful uh, day, so that's just my first one. Happened, um, uh, let's see, uh, 24 years earlier. Okay. On October 8th of 1871 in the great city of Chicago. Oh, something about a cow, I'm assuming? No. Oh. The Chicago Fire. Yeah. The great Chicago Fire. It was started by erupted. a cow. Well, according to legend, it started when Mrs. O'Leary's cow kicked over a lantern in her barn uh, on DeCoven Street, over 300 persons actually were killed, yeah. and and 90,000 were left homeless. It was a fucking doozy. As the fire leveled 3.5 square miles, yeah. destroying 17,450 buildings. Yeah. The financial loss totaled, at that time, $200 million. So that's fucking, that's got to be like, I don't know. Like quadruple that now, so it's approximately four days worth of fighting a war in Iraq, something like that. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that shit's expensive. Yes. So uh, <laughs> these goddamn drones are not getting any cheaper. No, especially now. Oh fuck, two two hundred million. That's a fucking drone. Yeah, Probably, uh, might be. Uh, might be a little less. Might, might be a hair be, under that. Yeah, might be actually like a little bit more. Probably thinking I'm I'm not, I'm thinking actually more like five hundred million, but let's I find out. You know, because those motherfuckers are expensive. So I'll do my second one. My second one actually happens. Um, and again, like we said beforehand, 
we didn't do a lot of detail into any of these because all of these things on their own yeah. could potentially be their own episodes at some yes. point. So my second one actually happens on October 19th of 1987. It's referred to as Black Monday. It occurred on Wall Street as the stocks plunged a record 508 points or 22.6 per six set per, uh, Six points per cent. Yep. The largest one-day drop in the stock market history. It's fucking madness. I mean, that, well, I mean, it's not even like, it was was a good, pretty fucking size. That's a lot of money. That's, yeah. How many people fucking killed themselves when they lost all their money? Thousands. Well. Thousands. Yeah, but I mean, not, uh. Not on that day. I mean, think. like residually, yeah. I mean, nineteen eighty-seven. No, no, it was before that. It was nineteen twenty-seven. I'm yeah. pretty fucking sure. Well, no, it does say nineteen eighty-seven. Black Monday stock market, nineteen eighty-seven. Okay. All right. Well, anyway. So yeah. So Black Monday. That's or, my second one. According to Google, it is a. Uh, a trio of traders takes on Wall Street's Old Boys Club in 1980s New York. Uh, it's a TV series from 2019. Uh, does not look interesting. No. Um, so what's your second one? It just one? seems kind of, I don't know, the whole like financial thriller yeah. movie genre. I'm like, this is fucking boring. Like Moneyball, I'm sure that was a good movie. Just seems really, really boring. Like I love baseball, but I don't care about... Listening to Brad Pitt talk about money. You know, I'd rather have two hours of the real life Billy Bean telling stories about being Lenny Dykstra's roommate. Because that guy was fucking crazy. <laughs> like when th- there's story, like he told a story where he was in their, uh, their shared hotel room one night. They're on a road trip. And uh, so it's like two o'clock in the morning. And he's like starting, he's starting to fall asleep. He's reading a book and Lenny Dykstra comes fucking kicking through the door and uh, it's like, what the hell are you doing? He's like, I was reading and getting ready to go to bed. And Lenny said something to the effect of, I've never read a book once in my life. They're bad for your eyes. But he was fucking crazy. And Lenny Dykstra was a psycho. (laughs) Good baseball player, though. That was a hell of a ball player. He was fucking nuts. Played for uh, only, well, only team I know him playing for is Philadelphia. He won a he won a World Series ring in 1986 with the Mets. That motherfucker. Oh wait. Yep. Mets. Not to, not the. Uh, no, not... he he played for Philly afterwards. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. It was but, Mets yeah. in Philly. Yeah. He 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 won a World Series ring when tragedy befell my beloved Red Sox and Bill Buckner had a ball take a real nasty hop on him. But honestly, it, you know, that, it was that, a that team. That Mets team was were pretty good. fucking good. I mean, a lot of them did a lot of fucking coke. Keith but... Hernandez is got cocaine residue in his eyebrows <laughs> still. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> talk about a hell of a ball player. Daryl Strawberry and Doc Good. I mean, they, you know they fucking the, they weren't doing coke. They were smoking crack. Oh, it's completely different. Sorry, I apologize. <laughs> completely different. So what's your second Lenny Dykstra one? was on coke and steroids. So that's we're, we're all good there. Wow, well, who didn't do steroids? I don't know. I don't think Buckner did. I think he was too old at the time because he was in his like late 30s when that happened. Probably. And they, the only reason he was on the field is because like he had been such a big part of the team. 
They wanted him out there so that when they won, he could celebrate on the field. Yeah. And that ball took a weird fucking hop. He had a better batting average than... Statistically, the best man to ever put on a Red Sox uniform. I love me some Ted Williams. You know... He didn't have... Yeah, he had a better overall batting average than Ted Williams. Also hit more home runs with him. Had a better fielding percentage. He was a, he was a damn good player. Yeah. But one fucking play. Poof. He's a piece of shit and all of New England hates him. Uh-uh. Bullshit. I don't, I don't hate him. You know who I dislike even more? Dennis Eckersley. Because he's a prick. We've met him in person. And he was an asshole. Hey, would you sign an autograph? Hey, you got $75? No? Well, fuck you. And he walked away. He was kind of a huge asshole. Met him at the mall at that fucking uh, that restaurant that was there. He was there for a signing. <laughs> that restaurant that was there. There was like six of them. All in the same fucking spot. I couldn't remember which one it was. You know, that restaurant. The, you know, the, the one that was the there. The mall that was slowly dying. And oh. all of a sudden they're like, hey, we'll bring Dennis Eckersley into the, into the restaurant. And he can just be a giant cunt to everybody that wants to talk to him. With this fucking terrible haircut and a stupid mustache. Anyway. April 15th, 1912. Just to mix it up, we'll go back to April 15th. Um, that date ringing a bell? Refresh my memory. Okay. Funny story. My great-grandmother was old enough that she remembered reading about this in the paper when it happened. Okay. She was born in 1903. So five days after setting sail from Southampton, UK, the world's largest, at the time, ship ever built. Sunk, and it took 1,503 souls to the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. Ah, the unsinkable. Yeah. Yes, this ship will never sink. Unsinkable, my dick. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of conspiracy theories with this one, too, though. Where the Titanic wasn't actually the Titanic, it was actually the Olympic. They swapped the names, Uh you know? But there's also a theory that the ship was sunk intentionally because of a few people that were on board. Uh Uh-huh. Including the... Oh, Christ. The Astors, who were at the time, like, one of the richest families in the United States. Uh-huh. And uh, there was a theory that that was sunk intentionally because there was a bunch of very powerful financial people on this ship when it sunk. And then less than a year later, you have the meeting at Jekyll Island, which is why we have a federal fucking reserve and no gold backing up our money. Because these people would have gone, <laughs> no. Laughing rich. No. We're, we're not just going to take paper and not have anything to back it up with. Are you crazy? How dare you, sir? <laughs> the fucking teacup shaking as they're trying to sip. Well, a lot of people, I mean, well, the man who's on our $20 bill uh, did not want that at all. Yeah. He, cause, because he felt that it was too much um, government, government intervention. Yeah. Hey, guess what? He was right. Yeah, because, I mean, he's, he felt that either it should sink or swim. If you fail, you fail. Yeah. If, you, if you survive, you survive. And a man that I voted for twice also didn't want it. And he probably would have got killed for doing what he would try to do to it. So, yeah. God damn it, Ron Paul. Um, what was it? I read something about that, uh, uh, um, about the Titanic. There was a guy that was aboard it. It was just recently one of these like little history things that pops up on my Facebook feed. Um, I can't really think like he like helped out um, like a lot of people onto all the like women and everything mm-hmm. else to get on their life rafts, and he actually 
was supposed to get on one of them, and he actually refused. Well, because he was like, "I'm not getting on until everyone, else, all these women, are on the on the boats and gone." And then he actually rode the fucking goddamn <laughs> ship down. It's like, woo! Yeah. And then, and then he got off at like the last minute, and uh, I don't know. He like was on something, I guess. Well, there there was uh, one of the navigators that was supposed to be on here, who had he had quite a bit of experience and. He had gotten all of his shit loaded onto the ship, and then, like, 25 minutes or 30 minutes, whatever it was, before it launched, mm-hmm. the owners of the White Star line, I believe is what it was, that owned the ship, yeah, decided that he wasn't experienced enough to be one of the visual navigators, so they switched him to a different, a smaller ship. Yes. The problem was, he had a key with a tag on it that said 13, which was the locker number that had the binoculars in it. Mm. And he was so dis- just so like, I just lost my fucking job. He's losing his mind. When he left the ship, he had the keys with him. If he had left that key with that binoculars, probably wouldn't have hit a giant iceberg. And that fucking night, come on now. You can still see it. It's a fucking <laughs> giant chunk of ice. Oh, God, stop. It was 11.40 at night on the 14th when they initially struck. Um, actually, it was about 11.50 when they initially hit. Um Within 10 minutes of hitting it, the water level had risen 14 feet up the side of the ship, and the front five uh, watertight compartments had filled with, like, freezing cold water. Yeah. So over the course of the next few hours, leading into the early morning of the 15th, any available lifeboats that were undamaged were dropped into the water with as many people possible, um, and they were picked up by another ship that had picked up their distress called uh, the Carpathia came in to pick up as many as they could um at about 130 ish the band stopped playing and then at about 20 after two the ship cracked in half and began to sink um the captain relieved all of his men of duty which basically meant he went in and said okay get the fuck out like no no you go get in the boat and rode that bitch to the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. He, uh, did, he did what any good captain does. Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he went down with his ship. That's what you're supposed to do, apparently. Yeah. And I'm not going to do it with a kayak, but fuck that. Eh. You know, who cares? I mean, I don't really want to drown, but whatever. All right. What's your next one? Uh, well, I did mine, so you go. Oh, boy. You go for your third. So our next date is going to be April 15th. Again, why mm-hmm. not? What the hell, right? 2013. Uh, two young men carrying backpacks turn off of Gloucester Street onto Boylston Street near the final stretch of the Boston Marathon. <sighs> yeah, I remember exactly, exactly where I was when this happened. I was at work. I was at the Jeep dealership, sitting at my desk. And I could kind of see the TV from where I was, waiting for the marathon to get over. Because the Red Sox game was supposed to start right after that. And I was watching the TV when it fucking happened. I don't... It was surreal as shit. I don't I don't know what I was actually doing on that day, to be honest with you. Man, it was... Because, like, you, you, they're showing the finish line, and they're like, and here's the finish line, and boom! And then, like, four seconds later, boom! On the other side. Um, so the bombs were actually... Um, pressure cookers that yeah. were filled with explosive materials 
uh, ball bearings, nails, just random chunks of metal, whatever they could get in there to cause damage. Um, when they exploded, uh, there was 260 people injured. Uh, three were killed, including an eight-year-old boy. Um, the youngest survivor was, I believe, a nine-year-old girl that had her leg completely amputated by the blast. Uh, and then you couldn't buy a pressure cooker forever. Yeah. Fucking months. Uh, and within the following days would result in the biggest manhunt in the city of Boston. Um, eventually, one of the shitheads was killed and the other was captured and now lives in ADX Florence, the Supermax prison that we covered uh, a year or so ago. Wow, it's been nearly that long. Yeah, he's on Bombers Row with Ted Kaczynski. Yep. Yeah, yeah he, uh, yeah. I mean, crazy shit. Yeah. Crazy world we live in. Yeah. Well, from one terrorist to another. Uh, this We're going to have three in a row. Yes. Hell yeah. Uh, October 23rd of uh, 1983. Terrorists drove a truckload of TNT into the U.S. and French headquarters in Beirut, Lebanon. Holy shit. Exploding it and killing 241 Marines and 58 French paratroopers. Yeah. I was three. And uh, I don't remember it, but I've I've heard about it. (laughs) I'm going to scratch that one off my list. (laughs) I just randomly grabbed that one, too. That's fucking funny. <laughs> uh, Holy shit. Uh, oh, great minds or something. So uh, my number four happened on November 7th of 1837. Um, a pro-slavery mob um, attacked and killed American abolitionist Eli Lovejoy at his printing uh, works in Alton, Alton, Illinois. Ooh. Yeah. Eli Lovejoy was very much Elijah. I'm sorry, not Eli. Elijah Lovejoy um, was very much outspoken abolitionist, and you know, you know who we have to do an episode on at some point because he was fucking nuts. Yeah, John Brown. Yeah, dude, John fucking Brown. He was a bad motherfucker, <laughs> crazy son of a bitch. But holy cow, yeah, Whew. yeah. He loved himself some black folks. He did. He did. He did. He fucking paid the price for it, but he went down swinging like a motherfucker. So He did, he did. <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, okay, so no, you're number four. All right, so April 16th this time, 1917, Vladimir Lenin returns from exile to Russia to join the Russian Revolution. Like I said, we have three terrorists in a row. Um, may not sound like a huge deal, but this would kind of lead to the rise of communism and the deaths of roughly 110 million people, whatever. Well, I mean, that's kind of funny because that's interesting because guess what? I'm going to do my next one because mine is November 7th of 1917. We didn't fucking – this is fucking weird because Russian Bolsheviks overthrew the the provisional government of uh, Alexander Kretsniki in Petrograd. The Council of People's Commissioners was then established as the new government of Russia, and Nikolai Lenin was named the chairman. And uh, Leon Trotsky as foreign uh, missioner. That sounds like like a slang term for diarrhea. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (laughs) Got the Trotskys. 
Joseph Stalin. Or Joseph. And so you don't have to church it up. He was a piece of shit. Uh, Just because he had a sweet mustache. Hey. No. Old he Joey. Was, he was named as uh, the commissioner of uh, nationalities. He wasn't even fucking Russian. You know that? Uh, no, he's he's like... Uh, well, technically... He was Russian after they fucking absorbed everything. Uh, he was... Oh, son of a bitch. I'm trying to find it here. It was probably like uh, Ukrainian or something. Georgian. Georgian. Yeah. Well, okay. But still, that not like, you know. <laughs> I mean, not like good Georgia, you know. Yeah. Well, but like, giant potato head Georgia. Uh mm-hmm. So yeah, so this event was uh, celebrated each year. Has been celebrated each year. I don't know if it still is. Uh, in the former USSR with parades, massive military displays, and public appearances by top Soviet leaders. Ooh. Yeah, oh, cool. I remember they used to fucking show across on the news back in the 80s, or, you know, Cold War, you know, all the the Kremlin and uh, them marching up through the streets. I don't I know mean, what the old whole, like, fascination with having your soldiers march through the streets and having huge missiles. It's a force. It's a show of force. Well, I will give him credit, though. The Kremlin is a gorgeous building. It is. Like, architecturally, gorgeous building. It is. People in it, fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Always have been. Yes. Watch yeah. Vladimir Putin walk. Just when he, when he's walking, watch him walk. Yeah, but would you fuck with Vladimir Putin? No, and here's why. If you watch how he walks, if you notice, he keeps his right hand very close to his side. He carries a fucking gun with him. Well, Personally. Duh. I guarantee it. Because just how close he keeps it to his side... So that all he has to, and he always has that jacket on, like unbuttoned, so he could just uh-huh. back. He was KGB. He was he was a fucking KGB agent. Of course. So he just slide back, and you're on it. And if he's carrying a Makarov, slide back, push down. You got one in the chamber, and you come up fucking shooting. Those things are rad. Those holsters are so fucking yeah. cool. If the ammunition wasn't so hard to find around here, I'd buy it uh-huh. because it's a nine by eighteen instead of nine by nineteen, like a regular, like uh-huh. our. Standard nine millimeter, it's nine by eighteen, so it's Soviet nine millimeter. No, it's hard to find, but when you find it, it's cheap. Yeah, it's like for my uh, my Mosin, it's f- fucking Kami three hundred eight, but you find it and it's twelve bucks a box. Hey, that's why I've got a fucking case of it in my basement. <laughs> All right, so tell me your next one is uh, how many got left? I got a few. Okay, that one, two, three, four, four five. Uh, uh. Uh, six. I've got six left. Seven. Sorry. Seven I've got left. One, two, three. Yeah, thirteen. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. So end of the year. You know, a lot of bullshit happens. No, <laughs> I hear you. So what's your next one? Uh, April sixteenth of nineteen forty-seven. I honestly did not know about this one until I found it on the list. Uh, one of the deadliest industrial accidents to ever take place unfolded in the port of Texas City. The accident happened in the morning at around eight o'clock uh, in the ship. Uh, eight o'clock in the ship, so it, it it initiated in a ship and it kind of spread to the shipyard from there. Okay. Um, there was an, also a power plant in that little shipyard as well. Oh, it go boom. Basically, what happened is this ship explodes in the yep. port. Okay. Because it's packed with ammonium nitrate. Oh, yes, sir. Was it, wasn't there just recently uh, um, uh, a place, um, just recently, a plant 
that actually had a modium. It was uh, yeah, it was a few years ago. That fucking went boom. Yeah, and it fucking made a huge fucking yeah. explosion. Yeah, it was a few years ago. Yeah. Um. Oh boy, I can only imagine. But this this one when it exploded, um, it says uh, general pu- uh, general public was walking on the streets and firefighters. Everyone in the initial area around that ship was dead instantly. Yeah, fucking an instant incineration. Yeah, has to be. I mean, uh, or, or or well, not really incineration. Maybe I don't. Just guessing. You, I don't think it would be an. Inc- I think with ammonium nitrate, I don't know if there's a fireball. I think it's more the pressure wave. I don't know. Maybe because I, know. I could be wrong, but I th- <clears throat> I think it's the pressure and like. That wave that hits you and it actually ruptures your like it, like fucks your organs up bad enough that it kills you like instantly. Yeah. Okay. Um, Crushes you. Essentially, yeah. It, it'd be like a nuclear bomb without the heat. So you're basically at the outer edges of it. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, you know, this is not the last time we're going to talk about like ammonium a, nitrate. More like mine. a hydrogen bomb. Sort uh, of. So over five thousand people are injured and around two thousand had to be admitted to hospitals to get proper medical aid. Uh, additionally, 2,000 people were left homeless and stranded, and uh, there was uh, 500 people killed oh. in the explosion. Wow. Yeah. Um, I'll burn through my next one super quick because it's something we've already talked about. April 17th, 1961, the Bay of Pigs invasion kicks off. If you want to go back and listen to it, we did a two-parter where we did the Bay of Pigs, and we also did Operation Northwoods. Mm-hmm. I like to think that there was a lot of research that went into that, and it was a lot of fun, and we got to pick on Fidel Castro. So go back and listen to that shit. I would like it's to. It's two parts, it. and they're right next to each other. It's perfect. I would like to say that. And I think it was Bay of Pigs and then Operation Northwood is how the order of them goes, I believe. I think. I think that's how we did them. Probably. But anyway. Oh, my next three are fucking doozies. Oh, yeah? Uh-huh. <laughs> wow. Guaranteed. The next two, I guarantee you, will be episodes next year. Okay. Well, I'm going to do my next one. So my next one is uh, happened on November 9th of 1872. Jesus. Way back machine, huh? Yes. 1872. In the great city of Boston. The Great Boston Fire. Mol- oh, I was said the Molasses Flood? No. The Great Boston Fire. That killed more fire. people than I realized, too. Yeah, how many? You don't really think that you're going to be killed by molasses, but it will. It's and it's not shit. just the sugar content. You stick to the ground and ants eat you. Yeah, it's exactly what happened. Well, Look it up. Uh, the Great Boston Fire started in a dry goods warehouse, um, then rapidly spread in windy weather, destroying nearly 800 buildings. Jesus, damage was estimated at more than 75 million dollars. Uh, the fires brought. Uh, bright red. Oh, sorry. The fire's bright red glare could be seen in the sky for nearly 100 miles. Jesus Christ! So that's like, that's a big fire. Yeah. So that's uh, what you probably could see it. Um, I'm gonna say you see it in Rhode Island for sure. Yeah, and I'm gonna say probably like maybe northern part of uh. Of New Hampshire, of of, of uh, Massachusetts. One second, let me uh, let me let's let's because uh... it's probably about a close. Maybe you. I mean, I don't know how far it is actually from. You might even see it in Vermont, southern Vermont. High enough up, you may. Um, I'm just trying to pull up Google Maps here. 
I know I know where Boston is. I just have to orient myself to try to figure out where. It wasn't as costly. Okay, so as the Great Chicago Fire. So just for the sake of argument here, Nashua, New Hampshire is forty-seven miles from Boston. Okay, so you would have seen the fire <clears throat> up into Manchester, New Hampshire, easily, and probably it's like Westminster. You wouldn't have quite been able to see it from Brattleboro. You probably would have seen the haze from there because it's 112 miles. So it would have okay. been just down into the border. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But so, you, you yeah. would you would have been able to see it from three states easily. Well, if you could have seen it from Manchester, because Manchester's because the Vermont's you know bottom is the same as yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's probably well. I mean, but Boston's also further east. True. You would have you would have definitely been able to see it in in like York, Maine. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're so right. You would have seen it in three states. Yeah, because I do. That's for... fucking crazy. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. a big fire. It is. But it didn't cause as much damage as the Chicago fire. Well, Chicago's also built differently. True. Because the city is more compacted together than Boston, where it's a little bit more spread out. Because Boston's like an older city than Chicago. Well, much older. And Chicago, I believe, has a higher population than Boston by quite a bit. Uh, Even back then, it probably had a higher population. So you had buildings that were just crammed together. Yeah. You know? That's um, then you also have to figure in Chicago. What do they call that? What the Windy City? Yeah, probably didn't help anything. No, no, definitely not. What do they call Boston? Bean Town. Beans don't burn. <laughs> you can overboil them. You can't burn them. Uh, maybe scientific. Never know. All right, so my next one is the most. It's the saddest one of them all because it was actually the. The most asshole-ish one of them all. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, this actually happened between uh, November 9th and the 10th. It actually happened overnight um, in 1938. Um, a little thing called Kristallnacht. Yeah, that's a bad one. Which is translates as the Night of Broken Glass. Yeah. Occurred in Germany as Nazi mobs burned synagogues and vandalized Jewish shops and homes. They were definitely not leaving menorahs and shit on people's plate. No, because at this, Steps, point, like... at, at this point in time, they could signify them because they actually had to have a uh, Star of David. Um, Sewn out of their clothing. No. They, or they on had, the building. They, they had to have a Star of David on the building in yellow or whatever. Just to signify that, yeah, they didn't have on the, on the on the clothing until they got into the ghettos. Yeah, it wasn't until they actually were pushed into the ghetto, yeah. and and pretty much, you know, uh, Germany's been dicks for a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Damn. Definitely. And uh, is it genetic or is it just about like something about where they are? Uh, I don't know. Because like, where what what's near Germany, right? You got Belgium. They seem pretty cool. You got the Netherlands. Wow. They smoke a lot of weed. They're well, probably cool. Belgium had an asshole for a fucking uh, king. Yeah, we know that. But I mean, <laughs> Be- Belgium- Leopold was kind of an asshole. He was winner of our asshole eliminator tournament, he as was. a matter of fact. He was. Um, but Belgium has been assholes less recently than Germany. <laughs> okay, you're right. 
And like, so you got and Belgium. Their flag is reversed. Right. So Belgium, they're they're okay. Whatever. That that one guy, kind of a prick. All right. Whatever. All right. All right. We'll forgive that. We Germany, had a Germany's of had a couple of guys that were real pricks. Mm. You know. And then you got like the Netherlands, where they're just fucking baked. They're cool. They got their wooden shoes. They don't bother fucking nobody. That's then a you got Deutschland. what Poland? They can't, they don't have ice cubes. That's no. fine. And then no. France, they fucking whatever. Well, they're they su- they surrender every once in a while. You know. I will say this: as much shit as they give the French, they yeah. held their own in World War One. True, they really did, and they held their own during the beginnings of World War Two, until they realized that you know tanks built by fucking Renault are dog shit. Yes, and they're like, "Hey, look, our tanks are small and fast," and the Germans are like, "Hey, look, motherfucker, I got this neat thing. It's called a Panzer. Suck it!" And they just bulldoze the entire country. Yeah, I think actually we watched. Uh... Um, what was it? When the hell was that? We were watching a show at your parents' house about tanks, and uh, if I remember right, it was something to do with um the like the creator of them, because I think he was actually French. He actually wanted to make them better. Yeah, and they were like, no, 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 no. we need them to be cheaper. No, no, yeah, it's it's it's, yeah. it's great. What you have is good. It's you know it works. And yeah, you know, then then just the Germans fucking were like, yeah. I mean, let's be real. When it comes to tanks in World War II, nobody could hold a fucking candle to the Germans. No, they made good tanks, but we had Even the t- World War One though. Right, but but we had this neat little itty bitty tank that would just kind of get in there and shit and get and shoot and scoot and get the fuck out of there. The Germans hated the Stuarts because they're so small. They were super fast. They didn't pack a lot of punch, but they could swing in behind those big fucking yeah. panzers and tigers, and they could hit them right in the like in the weakest part of the armor. And then they're just fucking gone, just poof. Well, I mean, like, and there's herds of them. There's like five, six of them, just like skating yeah. around, fucking shooting at these guys. The Sherman was fucking. They hate. They, I don't think they liked really like the Sherman either because the Sherman was, I think, faster. No, the, the Sherman had a bigger gun. The Stuart was like basically like. They were like gnats. Get the fuck out of here! And then yeah. they bring it. Then they'd sneak a Sherman up on the on the hill, and they're like, "Bam!" I mean, nobody <laughs> just blasted. Yeah, nobody really wanted to see though was the Koenigstiger. They're like, oh, "No, no, no! no. You, you keep that at home." You know. Unless you had a Pershing, then you're like, "Okay, well, uh, let's fucking dance, son." <laughs> yeah. Really, really, really good thing the mouse never made it off the uh, off the assembly line because that would have been a fucking disaster for us. Yeah. <clears throat> Because it's a tank, right? But we can't put tracks on it because it's too heavy. So we have to just run it on railroads. That when it fires, that's come to a complete stop to fire, first of all. And it's going to push us back about a quarter of a mile, and then we're going to take off again. Well, duh. Because it had a, like a 300 millimeter gun on it or some shit like that. It'd be like firing a subway car at somebody. Yeah, but uh, uh, the Germans had that... Um... That a railroad gun, yeah, but that fucker like pushed it back like a mile. Yeah. But that it was not shot, and it went. Woof. But that was also a fixed gun. The mouse had a rotary turret, so they could turn that shit and fire wherever they wanted. Oh, uh, I don't. Okay, maybe. So I, I mean, I bet if you needed to get somewhere quick, fast, in a hurry, get a mouse on the tracks. 
spin that turret around like Grand Theft Auto style and fire it and just launch yourself like Turbo. <laughs> That'd be some shit. Later, bitches. I'm out. Anyway, I think now would be a good time to take a quick break. Okay. Be back in just a couple minutes. All right. Enjoy the ads, and we'll come back and talk about some more absolutely terrible shit that has happened on uh, on Days in History. Yeah. You know? All right, we're back. Oh, boy. Here's one you'll recognize. April 19th, 1993. April 1993. Yeah. A 51-day standoff in Waco, Texas, comes to a fiery end when the ATF stormed the uh, compound of the Branch Davidians. Kind of torn on this one. Mm Mm-hmm. Because David Koresh was a huge piece of shit. He was. He was, you know. But. Fucking sex offender kind of a pedophile piece of shit but it was it ruby didn't, ridge take two it didn't require what happened yeah because yeah four atf agents were killed very good chance that was by friendly fire because if you watch the videos two of them going to in a fucking building and another one th- in, in through a window and another one throws a fucking grenade in behind him and it wasn't a smoke grenade because you're pop and there's black smoke rolling out not a smoke grenade. That was a fucking fragmentation grenade. Whoops, um, I grabbed the wrong one. Whoops, yeah, sorry, guys. And then he got fucking blasted through the window on his, you know, for his fucking trouble. Yeah. Dropped his MP5 off the roof like a loser. Um, but uh, we're going to save a lot of the details because, again, this is one of the episodes that's going to be coming out, I'm assuming, probably oh. next year. Because there will be a big three-parter about why... <laughs> Why some of the shit that happens the U.S. government is actually initiated. So, um, but the worst part about this entire thing is they have thermal imaging for this entire compound. They see that there's people underground. So they set fire to the building and park a fucking armored vehicle on top of the only exit from it, which causes 76 women and children to burn to death in the basement of this place. Yeah. And Janet Reno came in her pants as soon as that happened. And it was, uh, oops, sorry. Oh, we didn't know they were there. Well, you knew right where that fucking hatch was that you parked on top of intentionally, so. No, we didn't. Mm. <laughs> we're the ATF, not the geological services. We don't look at maps. Duh. What are you talking about? Unless maps have guns. You want us to look at what? God, oh, what a Lord. fucking useless organization that is. Yeah. Holy shit. Uh, yeah. So, my next one. Uh, November 9th. Same day as my last two. Ooh. Night, but this is in 1965. At 5.16 p.m., the great blackout of the Northeast began as a trip breaker circuit at a power plant on the Niagara River caused a chain reaction. Nope. Sending. Nope. nope. That's bullshit. What? It was that ball thing for Men in Black. Ah, that's true. Prove me wrong. Hey. There's that thing <laughs> bouncing around all over the place. That's well, what took the power listen. out. That's what they said. Well, listen, uh, this is that documentary I'm... that I watched with Will Smith in it. Yes. Oh, oh. yes. Called the what? The Men in Black yeah. or something like that. Yeah. And there was a the guy looked a lot like Tommy Lee Jones. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Uh, Weird old cowboy in New York is some guy named uh, Rip. Whatever. Something. I, don't, I don't know. Or at least he said he was. Yeah. Uh, I, he's also a dodgeball coach, but that's yeah, besides the point. Du- dive. Something. D- <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. 
<laughs> well, God damn it, I love that movie. Uh, <laughs> a power plant on the Niagara River caused a chain reaction. Uh, you know, you know. Uh, yeah. As useful as a cock flavored lollipop. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, fucking like, uh, I'm trying to talk to you like, you fucking uh, asshole. Yep. Anyway. You know <laughs> so the power plant on the Niagara River caused a chain reaction, you know, sending power surges, knocking out, you know, uh, interconnected power companies down the East Coast. The blackout affected more than 300, not 300, th- 30 million persons. Did that make it this far? Uh, Ye- I believe so. Huh. Okay. One sixth of the entire U.S. population. Well, um, you hit Boston and New York. There you fucking go. Electricity <laughs> also failed in Ontario and Quebec. They yeah. had electricity in Ontario <laughs> in the seventies. This is sixty-five. That's fucking wild, man. First off, a the Quebecers. You know who gives a shit about that? I hope they fucking froze to death. I mean, I mean who cares? Scumbags. Um, Ontario's cool though, so yeah. if you're from there, you're fine. Yes, you're fine. Toronto seems like an interesting place. You had a crackhead mayor, which would have been fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, do you want to go next for your, or do you want me to keep going? Yeah, why don't you hit another one? So, okay, the next one, uh, November nineteenth of nineteen sixty-nine. Want to take a guess at November sixteenth, sixty-nine? November nineteenth of sixty-nine. Nineteenth. Was that possibly? Hmm. Was that the Manson murders? Nope. No? No. Nope. This is when uh, the first news reports emerged that American troops in Vietnam oh, had massacred shit. civilians at My Lai, My Lai. My Lai Village uh, back in March of 1968. Uh, if you want a really, really good kind of crash course about the guy that led that whole thing, uh, there's a show called Let Them Fight. I fucking love their show. They're funny as shit. If you like us, you'll like them because they're actually funny. Like they're stand-up comedians yeah. and they do the same kind of shit that we do, but they once a week they pick one guy to to talk about and they talked about I cannot remember the guy's name, but he is the lieutenant that led that whole thing. And my goodness, what a piece of shit that guy was. He had a man court-martialed for not shooting Innocent women and children <laughs> had him fucking court-martialed. Yeah, and he actually got, uh, what was it? He actually uh, got brought before um, the He got before brought before Congress. Congress. Before Congress. And they're like, eh. And actually, no, they actually found him guilty. They found him guilty. And it's all that happened. No, he actually was supposed to um, have something happen, and Nixon actually... Um, uh, reversed the decision. Don't do it again. Yeah. Well, it wasn't until Nixon. Yeah, but still said, "Hey, you know, you're fine." I will tell you what, though. There was a helicopter pilot in that that whole thing that landed. <laughs> he was, uh, I believe, he was a warrant officer. He landed his Huey, approached him. He's like, "What the hell are you doing?" And of course, this is a, a warrant officer. You know, talking down to a, a lieutenant who's ranked above him, and yeah. then. The loot, what? It don't matter. Well, no, the 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 guy that led the whole thing said, "You get in your back in your helicopter. I will have you court-martialed." And he goes, "Sure, cool." Got back to the helicopter and told his crew, "If they come anywhere near us, open fucking fire, kill all of them." See, because like that's a bad motherfucker to like. No, 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 kill this piece of shit. Fuck him. When, when I when I say um, warrant officer, you don't give a fuck. 
um, because my dad, being military, he goes warrant officer. Okay, there's ranks. There's uh, there's you know war first warrant officer, second, third, and there's a you know warrant officer five. Okay, his name was William Laws Colley Jr. Yeah, uh, real piece of shit. It was uh, episode two fifty two of Let Them Fight. Yeah. Go listen to it. So, like, once you get to like five. You don't listen, like, I mean, first, uh, the warrant officer first level, you pretty much don't listen to lieutenants. No. You don't listen to them at all. They can fucking talk, uh, you know, all they want. It's and just Charlie just like, Brown noises. <laughs> yeah, you just are, wah, 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 wah. Yeah, ma, yeah, uh-huh, wah, 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 wah. And you're like, okay, yeah, fuck you. And But then once you get to, like, five... Once you're a warrant officer five, you are God. You are fucking yes. As my dad says, you are fucking God. You walk on water. You do not listen. Like when it comes to you know taking orders, like generals come to you for advice. Yeah, we actually I actually know a guy that's a, a warrant officer or was a warrant officer. Here's another one. I'm fairly confident you remember very well because you would have been. Uh... 15 when it happened okay april 19th 1995 the biggest act of domestic terrorism in the history of the united states timothy mcveigh pulls a rented penske truck filled with 4800 pounds of ammonium nitrate fertilizer bombs into the alfred p murrah building parking garage Mm -hmm. i don't know why they made such a big deal about the fact that he also had a glock 21 on him who cares? He had a 45. Big fucking deal. He literally blew a building in half with his truck, but he had a pistol. The fuck's he going to do with that? Suck start it in the truck before he blows it up? No. He had no. No. Who gives a fuck that he had a pistol? Yeah. He could have come out of there with a fucking flaming sword and I wouldn't have given a shit. Um, what does suck was the, I would say, unfortunate positioning but he knew exactly where he was putting that fucking thing because he parked it directly under the daycare. Um, that, that, this is also another one that could be. This is this is an episode. episode. This is an episode. Believe me, because this is also another one that you know. I think we've like kind of talked about on a, government. I, I think we've kind of talked about a three-part domestic terrorism, quote unquote, episodes. <laughs> yeah, where it's going to be Ruby Ridge, which was a fucking disaster from the get-go because. The guy was essentially trapped by the government to do something illegal, and then they hunted him down and basically killed his entire fucking family. Yeah. Um, so there's Ruby Ridge, um, Waco, which we'll cover as part of that as well, and then the fucking coup de gras, like the revenge for both of those, which would have been this one. I am not condoning what he did because it was fucking disgusting. I'm glad he's dead with his stupid fucking high top haircut. Yeah. And if you want, you want to know how much of a crazy motherfucker this guy is, like how much of a sociopath, psychopath, whatever you want to call it. His final meal was two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. What the fuck, dude? First off, a you could what? have at least had something good like strawberry. Well, I mean, I don't really give a shit that is mint chocolate chip because I like it was Ben and Jerry's too, I believe, but it's could have been Briars. But anyway, uh, it, he could have had anything, and he chose just that. Two pints of ben, of, of fucking mint chocolate chip stupid. ice cream. Yeah, That's stupid. The one that always pissed me off was like, I believe it was one of the episodes where you were out. I think your mom was in the hospital or something. 
and Seth and I did um, Death Row Final Meals. Yep. And some of these guys are like, I want this and this and this and this. And they get like $400 worth of food. Then they'll fucking crack open a soda, drink it, and be like, okay, I'm ready. And they don't touch the food. So because of people like that, they fucked everybody else that's about to die out of having like a decent meal. Now it's just like whatever's on the fucking menu, that's what you get. Because there's people like that that, you know. And then there's other people that are like, I'll just have like, you know, some eggs and a cup of coffee. That's fine. The saddest one was the dude that had like, he wanted a bucket of like fried chicken, but he only wanted legs and thighs. And then he he asked for a pecan pie for dessert. He went through and he ate all his chicken and he had his fries and his drink. And he was one of these guys that something had happened after he committed his crime and he had ended up with some, some brain damage. Yeah. So he was like completely fucked up and they're like, you can have your pie. And he's like, no, I'm going to save it for later. That's fucking sad. You're like, I would have been like, buddy, you may want to eat that. <laughs> We're not coming back for pie. <laughs> Poor guy. You know, they fucking jammed him full of Drano or whatever the fuck they kill people with. Well, it depends um, on when it was. Know. It was lethal injection. So uh-huh. it was, yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. But to get back to this, this particular piece of shit, um, essentially blew the front face of the building clean off. Yeah. Um, do find it somewhat suspicious that the FBI office and the ATF office were both empty that day. Um, but there was 168 people killed, including 19 children. Yeah. So what a cocksucker. Yeah. Hey. Glad he's dead. From one cocksucker getting to getting throat fucked in hell. <laughs> well, from one cocksucker to another, my next one happened on November nineteenth of nineteen seventy-eight, where the biggest to date mass suicide in history. Oh shit! Good old Reverend Jim Jones yep. led. Over Worst part about his jokes is the punchline. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Drink the Kool-Aid, yeah. motherfucker! World's best boxer, 962 some odd knockouts with one shot. Yeah. He, <laughs> with one punch, I believe, yeah. yeah. He led over 900 followers to their death in, at Jonestown, Guyana. Have you ever listened to the tapes of that? No. Holy shit, it's terrifying. Yeah, this is probably going to be uh, an episode. Oh, God. You know, I, I've been avoiding this one as far as a cult thing goes because I you know, forgot you're our cult specialist. I so know. where the fuck's this been? Huh? <laughs> well, because it's one of the fucking it's like it's like Ant Hill Kids too. Yeah. Well, it's been it's it's like one of those ones. It's kind of like uh, this is Bundy. A heavy, this is a heavy hitter. Yeah, it's kind of like Bundy or whatever. Well, kind of not though, because these people did that shit voluntarily. True. Well, true. Not many of those women are like you know. What would be great is if I got raped and murdered with a log. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> I think I'd like it. You know, I'm, I'm not sure. You know, what maybe. if he what if he cut my head off and then brought it up into the woods and like shampooed my hair and shit? Oh, that'd be so nice. Just being pampered. Damn. Yeah. What if I had sex with him and then because you know he didn't like something, he just killed me and then he went into the other room and like killed. My, they're, they're, my, okay, my, listen, my... listen. <laughs> you you worded that wrong because she nobody had sex with Ted Bundy voluntarily. <laughs> okay. <laughs> They can do all these movies they want where they're like, oh, my God, he was handsome. He was a fucking monster. He was a fucking monster. But he was kind of a handsome That'd be like if they did a movie about Hitler and they're like, we're going to get Ryan Gosling to play Hitler because he's handsome. No. But. No, it doesn't make any fucking difference. But I'm just saying, 
speaking wise, he was kind of a handsome dude. He was. He was good enough looking to get by with it. You know. I mean, I remember seeing him. You know, you know, like footage of him back when you know before he got executed. Now you um, you want a dreamboat? Fucking Jeffrey Dahmer when he was in jail. Jesus, handsome dude. And he's also like six three. He was a fucking he like used to lift. He was a big weird. dude. He was a big dude. He was a weird looking motherfucker. He was, but so are all of them. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so listen, John Wayne Gacy even got people to involuntarily have sex with him, okay? <laughs> True. I mean, he he was keeping bodies, you know, for someone well, else. Yeah. All I can be charged <laughs> with is running an un, uh, unlicensed uh, mortuary or yeah. fear, uh, whatever he called it. Exactly. So, um, yeah, he led over 900 followers to their deaths in Jonestown, Guyana. Members of his quote-unquote People's Temple religious cult were ordered to drink a cyanide-laced fruit drink, purple drink. Um, it was it was not Kool-Aid. It was Flavor-Aid. Yeah. Because it was the cheap shit. Yes. Uh, those who refused were forcibly injected, uh, pre- precipitating the tragedy a day earlier. Uh, California Congressman Leo J. Ryan, along with with four associates and several reporters had been shot to death during an ambush oh, they shot at a the nearby shit out airstrip. Of them. Yeah. Uh, they were attempting to return home after investigating the cult's remote jungle location. Jones and his mistress killed themselves after watching his entire membership die. Only a few cult members managed to actually escape. Yep. Um, so then my next one has, uh, happened uh, on November 21st of 1920. This involves the IRA or the <laughs> Irish Republic Army. Speaking of upcoming episodes, they this is the day where you, there might be a little song, you know, by a yeah. certain group that you know had something yeah. called Bloody Sunday. Yep. Well, this is the day that they shot and killed fourteen British uh, soldiers in Dublin, and which, in retaliation. For having 16 of their leaders killed, I believe, the year before on Easter, which started, you know, okay. with the Easter uprising. Well. Yeah. Uh, that's that's one of those groups, man, that I... You don't want to side with terrorists, but you can kind of go, I kind of see where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Because these fuckers came in there to squash something that they had no business being involved with. I get it, but at the same time, it sucks. Up in the air. <laughs> it's, it's just one of those things where it's like you should get the fuck out. You should have been out of there a long time ago. Let it be its own fucking country. Stop and, do, dicking right. around. And it's like you can compare them to the Taliban, the Mujahideen, whatever you want to call it, compare them to. But yeah. listen, the IRA had some fucking bangers. They had some good music. True. God damn it. If you've, ever, if you've ever been like, you know, I wonder what they I wonder what motivated them. Fucking come out, you black and tans, kinky boots. Like, dude, the IRA had so much good fucking music. I have a playlist through Spotify of just IRA songs. Well, anyway. Because they are fucking great. So what's your next one? Uh, April 20th, 1889, Adolf Hitler slithered forward from his mother's nethers. (laughs) All right. Go on to your next one. Uh, this is one that I, I don't know if I would actually want to cover it as a full episode. Yeah. Because uh, it's it's just it's it's really fucking dark. Like there has been other shows that that have covered this, but 
I don't know that we could. I don't know that we could cover it and kind of try to be funny like we do to like make light of a bad situation. Uh, April 2nd, 1999, Dylan Klebold and Eric Harris walk into Columbine High School armed with a Tech 9, a high point 9 millimeter carbine, which I bet jammed on the first fucking shot because it's a high point. It's a piece of shit. And a sawed off shotgun each. I hate uh, these fucking kids. Yeah, they also planted a bunch of uh, propane bombs and some pipe bombs and shit like that. Um, all in all, 24 students and teachers were injured. Uh, 15 were killed, including the shooters. Where, honestly, again, I don't condone suicide, but maybe they should have started with themselves and see how they liked killing people Yeah. before they went to school for it. Yeah, so, and a lot um, of bullshit. Came. And a lot of people are like, well... A lot of the shit was like, oh, they were bullied and this and that. Fuck no, off. they were not. They were everybody that went to school with these guys will tell you that Eric Harris was the biggest fucking bully in that school. And they were both just generally douchebags. Yeah. This... And Dylan Klebold just went along with it, for the, went along the fucking ride with him. Yeah. And this is, this is, that was the thing that like basically made, yeah. you know, my, oh, I mean, it made going was, to school every, scary. Yeah. Everybody that was in, in high school with me, we were basically like, what the fuck? You know, we were all kind of like scared, yeah. you know, like, I was in sixth grade. I was uh, about uh, to go into high school. Are any of us going to have this happen to us? Yep. I mean, I was a senior, you know, when it happened and we got, well, I think we got when it actually, when it happened, I think we actually had got locked down. Yeah, probably. Um, they actually told us to stay in our classrooms just so they could check the hallways. Yeah. Um, you could probably, you could probably confirm with your brother because it would have been the first year of his senior year because it was my first year in seven, my first day of seventh grade. Uh, it was, I don't know, one thirty one you know, in there and they cleared out school for threat of somebody threatening to come in and shoot the, uh, there was either a threat of a shooting or a bomb threat, but it was my first fucking day in high school. That's like, what in the fuck is going on? Yeah. And then, I don't know, the rest of the time I was there, we had maybe like three or four bomb threats. Um, and the one that's the one that fucking terrified me was when I was at the technical center in Rutland. They did uh, bomb threat, you know, evacuation tests and all that shit. Where they'd say, okay, well, what we do is we get everybody out of the school, and we go to the parking lot of this business. Everybody in that school knew where you were going for that. And I actually got in trouble with the principal because I made the comment of saying, this is kind of stupid because if it's somebody from this school that wants to do this, they already know where you go. They would call it that. What, what would stop them from calling it in and sitting in a van in that parking lot? Yeah. With a, with a rifle or whatever. Yeah, same with Otter Valley. And he's like, well, are, are you threatening? I'm like, no, I'm not threatening anything. I'm just making a fucking point of common sense from a junior in high school to someone who got their job by fucking committee, I'm assuming, that doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. That's fucking stupid. Same with our high school, though. I mean, yeah, you know, go we, sit in the buses in the parking lot. Yeah, go in the parking lot. With a fucking propane line running underneath the parking lot. You know. Great idea. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that that shit made school scary. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think those fucks have been the catalyst for most of this other shit. 
And the reasoning for that is because everybody in this country knows who the fuck they were. If this had happened and their names were never fucking released, it would have halved the school shootings in this country. But the problem is they happen and this person becomes a fucking anti-hero to kids that are having a, you know, that have some kind of an emotional problem or a mental health issue or they're being bullied. They become a hero to this person. They go, I can do that and I can get my 15 minutes of fame. Next time one of these happens, erase the person. Fuck them. Let's not know who they are, and I bet they slow down. Yeah. Sorry. It's, 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 well, right over. <laughs> yeah. So here comes one of the. How the, many more you got left, just out of curiosity? One, I've got one. Two, so. Three. I'll, I'll do like a couple. Okay, cool, cool. Okay. So my next one is one of the biggest conspiracy theories. Oh, okay. Out there. I'm, I, I'm, okay. One of the, probably one of the biggest because um, this was a nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, MK Ultra? Nope. <laughs> November 22nd of 1963. <sighs> on this faithful day at 12.30 p.m. on Elm Street in downtown Dallas, President John F. Kennedy, ah. his motorcade slowly approached a triple... Underpass, shots rang out. Uh, the president was struck in the back uh, of the head. Back and to, to the, the left. left. Back, back and, to the, and left. to the left. Sorry. He was rushed to Parkland uh, Memorial Hospital where 15 doctors tried to save him at 1 p.m. They couldn't put Humpty Dumpty back together nope. again. John F. Kennedy. I mean, I'm pretty sure his wife knew he was dead like right then when she was yes. scraping the side of his head off the fucking trunk of the car. Yeah. He, you know? uh, the 30th, 35th president of the United States was pronounced dead. On board Air Force One at 2.38 p.m., Lyndon Baines Johnson oh, Jesus. was sworn in as the 36th president. Ugh. And actually, it was not... What a fucking disaster. It was not just one shot. It was two. Yeah. One struck him in the fucking throat, which came through the front. Yeah, and it shot his head back. Shot his head Because that back. first one, he his head actually, goes back, no. and then he's holding his throat, and he tips back forward. And that's when the shot hits him in the back of the head. Actually, no, I'm sorry. It was from the back, because it goes through... And it actually went into the car seat. Yeah, it hit the um, governor in front of it. Yes. And then the second shot fucking went. That was the one from the front because yes, it had that, snapped back, yes. but whatever. But everybody says it was from the front. No. Okay. Again, that's another episode. Okay. Yeah. Who did it? Just right now. Uh, top of your head. Who did it? Combination. Of? Two people. Two who? groups. Okay. Uh, FBI and the mob, the mafia, hundred percent the mafia. I, I've been watching a lot of shit with a guy uh, by the name of Michael. No, France. I'm saying it was. I'm telling you, it was an inside job. It was, and the only reason why I say this is because the body man that was supposed to be switched positions. No, it didn't switch. The guy that was riding, that was walking, jogging, whatever, alongside of Kennedy. Who would have actually have taken the bullet? Um, was actually you see him turn around because he's being held yelled at from behind and being told to get the fuck back. 
and and he's like hands are gesta- gestating up and you know going why why and he he's like and he, you see him in a huff go back to the other vehicle and just as he gets back to the other vehicle the fucking shot first shot comes through I, I've been watching a lot of stuff on YouTube with a guy named Michael Franzese who is pretty high up in the Colombo family I believe mm-hmm. um, like at one point in time was a, was a, a capo like mm-hmm. high 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 earner for the yep. family and somebody, one of the videos somebody had had suggested was something about, um, I, I don't remember how exactly how it happened, but he started talking about the assassination of JFK, and he said 100% it was the mafia. Because there was a, there, a deal had been made years in advance that with, uh, yeah. with Jack Kennedy, the old man, yeah. who was a fucking not a good dude, fucking uh, rum runner, you know, entangled with the mafia that, you know, we deliver you the white house and then we work together and they got the wrong Kennedy into the white house because JFK was like, nah, I don't believe we're going to be working together because y'all are fucking scumbags. Well, technically it was supposed to have, cause okay. So this is the second and time. That's why he was killed. This is the, se- that was the first time in history where the wrong brother got in. What was the second time? In history. Couldn't tell you. With the wrong brother. The Bushes. Was there a right one, though? <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, JFK was not supposed to be president. Yeah. It was actually supposed to have been his brother. Yeah, Bobby. His, no. No. His older brother. Oh, okay. His older brother was supposed to have been president. But, uh... Fucking as long as it wasn't his fucking uncle. <laughs> I don't know if it was an accident or something like that. It was actually his cousin you're talking you're thinking Teddy? of. Teddy? His cousin. Well, either way, he's a piece of shit too. Um, Glad he's dead. Um, he, I think it was an accident or something where has something happened to his brother. I can't remember exactly what it was. So, John was like, "I'm gonna fucking run for president." Yeah, you know, and and Dad, who was actually an ambassador to England, um, back in the twenties, something like that, was like, you know, well, you're not gonna get really my support. He's like, "Fuck you, Dad. I'll yeah. do it anyway." So, he became president. And then you have this handsome young dude running against Richard Nixon, who looks like a bonobo chimp. Uh, and, and this is like this was the first televised election series too. So we're we're gonna go we're gonna go with a handsome guy. You know the yeah. one that's banging fucking Marilyn Monroe on the side, even though his wife is a smoking hot. Ch- you know, yeah, sure. yeah. No, whatever. What you know, it is what it is. I mean, but the other one was, well. Um, George Herbert Walker. I get the two confused. Yeah, Herbert Walker Bush. Yeah, old man okay. Bush. Old man Bush. <clears throat> CIA Bush. Yeah, CIA director yeah. X. Uh, uh, and also uh, X. Who knows CIA a little director. bit? Who knew a little bit more about the Ronald Reagan assassination attempt than he let on? Yeah. Well, yeah. So X. Yeah. X. Uh, CIA director, ex vice president. He has two sons, Jeb. And yeah, there's more than two. George Walker Bush. Well, George Walker Bush was not supposed to be president. It was supposed to have been Jeb. Dude, that dude shouldn't have been able to run the fucking baseball team he owned. Jeb was he ran a country. Yeah, he was not good at it. Well, so we had we had a series of real shit presidents, man. We really did. We have fuck, dude. We had. uh, I mean, where does it start? Because like Reagan was eh. 
I don't know. I wasn't around. I've heard good. I've heard bad. Whatever. I know he, he lost his fucking marbles. He didn't really take much shit from from uh, the Kremlin. Yeah. But it's like, listen here, you liver spotted fuck. But at the down same with time, the wall. At the same time, though. But then he also forgot where his fucking slippers were that he didn't know. Uh, well, he didn't get that bad. I mean, he <laughs> was, they just make him out to be like that. Reagan angry. Reagan smashed. He, well, he was just like ancient. Reagan sleepy. Um, he also had fucking Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. Nah. Alzheimer's, real bad. Yes. Well, he was starting to develop it while he was in office, which was a problem. He, um, he, he was just, you know, I don't know. He kind of, he kind of fucked the government. He kind of fucked things over for a lot of people. Yeah. As far as like the economy goes. Oh boy. Well, let's know, see. Too much credit. So we had him. Then we had Bush Senior. Well. Also not great. Yeah. Um, kind of. Yeah, I don't. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. Kind of got us into a war that we didn't really need to be involved with. Well, not really. I mean, well, we were asked to go there. Maybe once in a while we should because, say no. Because the Iraqis were going into Kuwait. Yeah, but maybe once in a while we should say no. Well, you when know. We're, we're the, when, when the U, UN can't have a fucking force of their own to protect everything, who do they have to call on? The youngest fucking, you know, one of the youngest countries in the in the world. It's because you know? our major export is violence. <laughs> it's true. You know, that, that's the one thing we like. Our our primary export from this country is dead people. Yes. <laughs> anyway. We're we're fucking Sparta. Yes, we <laughs> okay. are Sparta. So so we had him. Then we had Bill Clinton, who is a undeniable piece of shit. Like pedophile you know, whatever piece of shit yeah. and his cunt wife that covered up for him i'll probably yeah. get cut, shot for that but whatever uh bush jr who again shouldn't have been allowed to run a fucking hot dog cart i wouldn't trust that guy running a hot bath and there he was reading to kids out of a book that was probably upside down when he was looking at it not bright why the fuck didn't we elect ross perot somewhere anyway um but the reaction, his reaction though, was was uh, that was know. a little odd, a little, little smirk, a no, weird. His reaction was like, "What just happened? Those motherfuckers." There was a little smirk with it too. You're kind of like, "Huh, what?" It's like I get it. You're like Peyton Manning, but a little bit more slow. You're like, what was that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's not. Is that good? No, that's not good. I can't say that's good out loud, can I? Fucking his psychotic tag team partner, Dick Cheney, just shooting motherfuckers in the face with a shotgun. Yeah. Uh, then we had Obama, who was not much better. Uh, Someone differ. Well, I'm not. <laughs> this is. A, this I don't know. I mean, drone striking wedding seems pretty shitty to me. You know. Well, listen, this is we'll say this. This is Kevin's opinion. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, then we had a guy that was just mean to people on the Internet. Um, and now we have a guy that doesn't remember what foot goes in what shoe. And shits himself. And shits himself. Gets lost in the fucking bushes at his own house. A house that he's lived in twice now. Got lost in the fucking bushes. And this dude is running the country. Hey, it makes for... Sweet baby Jesus. At least we're getting rid of Patrick Leahy. Huh. Thank Christ, finally. Anyway. 
All right, so back to the. Oh, back to anyway, the there's days. our. Poli- I, that's one of the very few political rants we've ever had. Well, you and had people it. will be like, "Oh, he's a Republican because he doesn't like Democrats." No, they all fucking suck. Yes. Fuck all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that building should be locked shut and set on fire. <laughs> anyway, I'll go done? fix fucking potholes. Give me like fifty bucks a piece. Fuck it. Are you done? Free market capitalism. <laughs> Fuck these assholes. So anyway, November 26th oh. of 1703. We're going to go way, way back. Holy shit. That's nice. like pirate country. Yes. Uh, a great storm. This is what it's referred to as the great storm. Uh, lasting two days. This is the one where that guy had to build that real big boat nope. and shit and get all the nope. elephants on it? Nope. Damn it. Uh, struck southern England, uh, flooding the Thames and Severn Rivers. Killing at least 8,000 people. Jesus Christ. Uprooted a, a lot of trees and caused a great amount of damage to buildings. Do they not know um, how to swim in England? Or float at least? Well, dude, when it happens, like, it's kind of like for us when... Uh, Maybe they shouldn't have kicked them Vikings out. Those when, motherfuckers could have at least built ships. When Irene happened, it was like flash flood, like, happened quick. But we're woods people. We don't have fucking rivers around here like that. Well... This is probably, like, happened really quick, so, like, people just died. But anyway, uh, at the um, – so, actually, at in the, in the ocean, uh, the Russian fleet actually lost 100 ships. And, and it was reported that uh, roughly 8,000 sailors lost their lives or were actually never found again. Is, well, it's the Russian fleet, so there was probably more, like – No, 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 no. This is, this is, like, total of – all of like the sailors and everything. Well, it's one of, of, you said it was the Russian fleet that lost all these. They lost hundred ships. Yeah. Okay. Well, knowing the Russians, we know how they are. Well, they under they they like oh eight thousand. No, they probably lost like sixty thousand people in the water. See what really actually happened was this. Um, Listen, you go out in the boat, and when the guy you're with gets shot, you take the boat. Yeah. And his shoes, because you're gonna want those. And his rifle, because we only uh-huh. made like thirty two of them for the entire fucking force. Yes, and everybody's what, got everybody's got hairy hats. You're fine there. And what actually Just, happened was that some of the the guy was they were trying to defect, and then they sent the attack force after him. Luckily, the Russians survive on a third of the oxygen that we do, and they also have gills, so none of them actually died. <laughs> Just lost all their ships, and they uh, swam home. Yes. Uh, let's see. Fish people. This one's a this one's a motherfucker because I, I you know a bunch of this is a fucking asshole. Um, uh, November 29th of 1864, U.S. Army troops. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, Did we march to the sea here? Nope. No? Nope. That would have been a really fucking bad one, too. Nope. Uh, I was actually going to talk about that. I was going to uh, actually put that because I think that, that was actually a bad one. That's got to be its own episode, though, because yeah. he was a huge piece of shit. No. Uh, Great general. Piece of crap. The U.S. Army troops led by Colonel John Chivington. Attacked and killed at least 400 Cheyenne and Arapaho Indians Aye. at Sand Creek, yep. Colorado, after uh, they had actually already surrendered. Of course. that's um, After slaughtering so many, uh, the soldiers actually then went back after killing so many. And killed more. And they killed the wounded. Yep. And then, not only did they do that. They mutilated their bodies. The murder boner must be sufficed, and that's oh. what they did. Also, they set fire to the village. And then, to be more, um, to be above it all, 
the leaders of the Cheyenne and Arapaho then said, you know what? Bygones be bygones. Shit happens, you know, whatever. Okay. Bigger man and walk away. Yep. We'll be the bigger men. We'll sit down back at the table and let's discuss on how we can resolve this. Hey, you know what would be a better idea? If we just killed you guys too. That's probably what they're thinking. Yeah. But. I'm surprised it's not what they did. No. Um. So, yeah. Then, uh, so December 3rd of 1984. A deadly gas leak of methyl. Oh man, I'm not. Good thing I'm not a fucking scientist because I want to butcher the fuck out of this. <laughs> good thing I'm not intelligent, or else I'd be able to say what that word is. Methyl, methyl, isocyanate. Methyl isocyanate. Fucking easy enough for you to say, asshole. I I spent two years fucking elbow deep in SDS sheets, dude. I know how to pronounce this shit. Well. Methyl isocyanate, um, this is what the gas was, uh, at the Union uh, Carbine plant oh, in... Oh, damn uh, it. Bill, uh, I don't know if it's pronounced uh, Bhopal or Hopal. I think it's Bhopal. Uh, India killed, exploded and killed 3,000 persons and injured more than 200,000. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, between... The explosion and then the fucking, uh, I don't know if it's a nerve gas or whatever it is, essentially, floating around. I'm sure it didn't fucking do a great job no. for everybody. No. Um, then, so, this one's a sad one because he. this one is actually, this person is actually one of my favorite composers of all time. December, Suge Knight. Yeah. <laughs> December 5th, 1791. Not Suge Knight. No, definitely not Suge Knight. It's fucking Nos. <laughs> yes. Is it the Nos or Mace? One of the two. Uh, nope. No? Uh, you sure? Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Old dirty bastard. <laughs> Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart died at Popper at the age of 35 in Vienna, Austria. He blew all of his money on whores uh, and sausages. He so. had become <laughs> he had become seriously ill and rapidly declined, leading to speculation that he had actually been poisoned. Although, Probably. Uh, this was never proven uh, so to be false. But during his life... It was life, that guy with all the, the fucking pockmarks on his face. His buddy there with the black hair in the movie. He was also in Scarface. Sure. Yep. Anyway. God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so, Mozart. I've never seen the movie. The fuck you. I have, and it's been a long fucking time. They made us watch that shit in music class. I had to watch it, Ugh. too. It was a long time ago. During his life, uh, he created over 600 musical com- uh, compositions and is widely considered one of the mo- finest composers who ever lived. He actually created his uh, his first like symphony, six? symphony at, at uh, 14. Jesus. No. He was younger than that. I thought he was like six or seven. 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 Yeah. He composed his first one, I think, at 14. Yeah. I mean, fuck. He farted the alphabet at 12, so yeah. pretty talented guy. <laughs> Fucking great. December 7th of... I'm assuming your first sentence is going to end with a day that lives in infamy. <laughs> nope, asshole. I wasn't really? going to say that at all. Damn it. Same event, though. <laughs> Actually, it was. December 7th, 1941. A date that will live in infamy. Day I accidentally ran over that cat with my bicycle. A man by the name of 
<laughs> no. A man by the name of Emperor Hirohito fucked up right bad. Yes, he did. <laughs> uh, the U.S. naval base at Pearl Harbor, Hawaii, was attacked by nearly 200 Japanese aircraft in a raid that lasted just over an one hour and left nearly 3,000 Americans dead, which could have been prevented because if we had fucking actually done our fucking job. Yep. 200 kamikazes? How about, 200, how about two bombs? Fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Want to know why? Because if there's one thing we are, it's efficient. We are. Anyway, so what's your last one? <sighs> so the world's worst Sunday drive took place June 28th, 1914. Gavrilo Princip was minding his own business, eating a sandwich, and his car happens to come by, containing Archduke Franz Ferdinand and his dick wife. They're just flying down the street like they own the place, Uh right? Sure. Car flies by, throws a huge pile of dust directly into his tuna sub. Uh This is not the first sandwich that he has ever had that's been destroyed by Austrian royalty. Austrian royalty? Uh, Austrian royalty. (laughs) But it would be the last. He charged the car, fully justified his actions, and shot both the Archduke and his wife to death. That part might not have been true. It wasn't true. But his actions did lead to the deadliest war in the history of our planet so far. I always like to add it with so with, end it with so far because Jesus Christ, you never know. And it was actually um, pretty much um... it was a fucking accident that he was even around them. But, well, no, no. What I'm saying is, uh, what actually what I was going to get at was, uh, it was actually um, uh, prophesized, I would say, by uh, by a certain gentleman in uh, in Germany. Um, he said uh, his famous quote was, "It'll be some damn thing in the Baltics." I don't know by, who you're talking uh, about. Kaiser Wilhelm. Oh, uh-huh. kind of a dick too. He uh, was it no. Actually, he was more of a useful no. idiot than was a dick. Kaiser, was it Wilhelm or was it? Uh, uh, no, what's his name? Not Wilhelm. Um, oh fuck. Uh, general. Um, God damn it! Why did I think of Wilhelm? No, it was uh, Joseph Hooker. Yeah, Joseph Hooker, definitely. Pretty sure he was a Civil War general. Though. Yeah, he was. But whatever. Whatever. <laughs> no, it he was, fucking knew it. Uh, I, what the fuck did Jen? I can't. Never mind. But it was just it was, the line goes, um, it'll be some damn thing in the Baltics after because this is after World War, um, one had already happened because they were saying talking about what would you know the next World War be happen and he's like it'll be you know he's like it'll be some damn thing in the Baltics which turned out it was some damn thing in the Baltics yeah. you know you fully kill- justified assassination over a destroyed sandwich yeah well, fuck it you know? I mean. So it was part of a terrorist organization that had been trying to kill them for months. And then they had failed like two or three times before he literally walked out of a coffee shop and they were there and he's like, oh, hey, what's up? And just fucking clapped them both in the car, <laughs> you know, because there was a, I believe there was another shooting that missed or the gun jam, some shit like that. There was a grenade thrown into the car that that exploded and hurt the guy in the passenger seat and the driver they took the whole fucking the whole shooting match from that didn't touch the guys in the back and then uh this guy finished his coffee paid his bill walked out and killed a bunch of royalty (laughs) and then led to the deaths of uh jesus christ i don't even know thousands hundreds of thousands yeah uh because i know that the first day of the battle of the somme 
the British had like 52,000 casualties, including 20,000 dead in the first day of fighting. Yeah. Shit was bad. Mm-hmm. Well, my last one, our last one of bad days. For some, this would probably be the most tragic death of all because, you know, because he was the greatest. Elvis Presley. Nope. Oh. December 8th of 1990, 1980, former Beatle musician John Lennon was assassinated in New York City. The by... guy missed, by the way. <laughs> if he had any common sense, he would have been trying to kill his wife. <laughs> Jesus, God, God what a Yoko. disaster. She ruined the Beatles, which were never that good in the first place, I don't think, personally. I, do. I will probably get more flack for that. Then I did all of my political opinions by saying, I don't like the Beatles. Well, you know. You know, it is what it is. Your opinion sucks. There was much better. Like, the, the Rolling Stones came out at the same time. They're better. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that it's, that are, you're, if, you're, if you're a Stones fan, you're not a Beatles fan. If you're a Beatles fan, you're not a Stones fan. But then if you give it, like, I don't know, five to seven years, whatever it was later, you had Led Se- uh Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath both come out. Less, I got him. Yeah, whatever. Fuck off. Zeppelin. I'm tired. I've had a I've had a rough day. Oh, you but big bitch. You had Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath come out at around the same time, and they were better than either one of those fucking bands. Sure. You okay? What? Sure. I'm not. Oh, man. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna. You know. Hey, it's your opinion. I'm not gonna say. It's not an opinion way. if it's correct. <laughs> I'm not going to say either way. And in the era that we're in now, where facts don't matter and your opinion becomes facts, Led Zeppelin and Black Sabbath were better than the Beatles and the Rolling Stones. I'm going to say early Stones I actually liked better than the later Stones, like the 80s Stones. I hate. I didn't really like them. Well, yeah, because they should have all been dead by then. Yeah, I like the... And Keith Richards is eternal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he runs off Coke. No, listen. <laughs> Like Brian, like Brian said a few episodes back, when Adam and Eve hit the hit the pearly gates and they're talking to God, and they're like, hey, who's that guy? He goes, that's Keith Richards. He was here before I got here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The man is a cockroach. He will never die. <laughs> he can survive a fucking direct impact from a nuclear weapon. There's just so much cocaine. You know, you'll feel bad tomorrow if he actually dies. He's never... Dude, he's going to outlive us. I, I swear to God. Never know. And then he won't actually die. He'll just vanish. He'll return to whatever fucking plane that he came from. You, you just hear, happy trails. I don't think you'll even hear you. that. You'll just hear, <laughs> and he's gone. That's why I, can't, I couldn't do cocaine, because it hurt my sinuses doing that. Uh, anyway. But, so. <laughs> I'm going I'm to end it by saying this. Led Zeppelin before John Bonham died was better. In Black Sabbath, after Ozzy Osbourne left the band, is a fucking abortion. I love I love Ronnie James Dio. He had no business being anywhere near Black Sabbath. He should have stayed yeah. by himself because he ruined two bands when he did that. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. so anyway, so uh, holy Jesus! Uh, I don't know when you're going to listen to this, but if you happen to listen to this before Friday ish during the weekend, we're putting this shit up for your Thanksgiving drive. Um, yeah, so uh, you can still head over to studio.com and get 35% off, I think, about everything that they have. And they have some pretty goddamn good deals going on. So I would uh, 
you know, get one like the you can get the Femtio and uh, another pair of earbuds. Uh, the Et, I believe, the, was it? No, uh, no, not the Ets. I the, thought it was. I no. thought it was the Femtio and the Et. No, uh, the I uh, start with a T. Anyway, anyway, well, you can get uh, yeah, the the latest pair of earbuds and the Femtio speaker for one seventy nine, which is a damn good deal. Um. So I mean, don't no need to put a promo code in to get that discount because it'll automatically happen. Thirty five percent off your entire purchase. Also, you can go over to ageofradio.org forward slash dark windows and you can listen to every episode of the shit that we've ever recorded including this one and bare minimum the next one mm-hmm. and or probably you, the next one after that yeah you never know and you, or if you don't like us you can fuck you, you know, it, first of all if care. you don't like us why are you starting at episode 173 yeah. you could have gone back further and realized these guys are assholes and yeah. i don't want to listen to them exactly you could have figured that out like episode two or three 20 ish no 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 Oh. Two or three, we were still like getting our feet wet. We we're didn't fledglings. like. Yeah. Uh, okay. We were still kind of really quiet because we okay. were in the basement. Now we're just fucking dicks. Yes. You know we're. <laughs> this isn't even our final form. <laughs> you know we haven't become you, ultra. Sane you guys yet. haven't even met us in person. Uh-huh. Like, God forbid we ever do a live show because oh, you're like, boy. oh, okay, so these guys are assholes on the air, but in real life they're the guys that they go to a party and they don't talk to anybody. They just hang out with the dog because. Yeah, they, they don't like ha- people. They hang out in the corner with each other, and then they probably talk to each other. Yep. But, I mean, if you get a few beers into them, well, then they probably talk to you. Yeah. No. But if you strike up a conversation about murder or something else, they're going to be right there. I'm all over that shit. Yes. So, uh, also. I'm at a party, and I hear somebody casually mention MK Ultra. I'm like, huh? <laughs> MK Ultra? What? I, I didn't so much hear it. It's like, I felt it. Sensed it in the, in the atmosphere? There was a disturbance. <laughs> My arm hair started to tingle a little bit, but only on one side, so I knew it was MK Ultra. Because uh-huh. if it had been both, it probably was serial killers. It was definitely serial killers. But I mean, somebody's it, talking about weird shit, and I'm in. If the back hair on the back of my neck stood up, it was definitely Bigfoot. Yeah, I was say, you say fucking aliens, <laughs> or dude, aliens. I will flip this shit. <laughs> it was definitely aliens. It was most definitely aliens or Bigfoot. You know, it could be Dogman too. I'm not. Or Mothman uh, or some shit. We're like, what? <laughs> what? What's that? Mothman? Regular people talking about weird shit? Yeah, where, uh, yeah, let's do this. Or, or they're spouting off shit that's not true. No, you're fucking actually wrong. I was going to say, it. actually comes out then. Actually. Yeah. By the way, that's that's what you're getting for Christmas. I'm having Shelby make you a shirt that you. just says actually with dot, dot, dot after it. <laughs> that's your shirt. I hate you. If anybody wants an actually shirt, you can hit us up at DWPmerch <laughs> at gmail.com. That's Good DWP. M E R C H at gmail.com. Um, Want to say a quick thank you to Damon and Chris who both ordered Lizard, uh, Lizard Man Unabomber shirts, which is fucking excellent. I was super happy when I got the emails. I was like, wait, what? Somebody wants to buy our shit? Yeah. I'm still waiting on mine. My, we are, we're currently working on that. It's been a, it's been a weird week here at Fortress DWP. So we're, we're well, working yeah. on shirts. Well, listen, I'm I'm waiting on my DWP shirt. Yeah, well, so I am got, I. I got the fucking goddamn shirt. So am I. Believe me. Uh, also, uh, you can find us on any podcasting platform. Yep. Where um, all fine podcasts are sold. Yep. We're all, all of them are sold. I bet you can find us at a flea market somewhere, po- too. Possibly. Yeah. I'm not sure. Maybe on uh, VHS. 
Well, we no, made it there yet? No, we're, that's not a good medium. That's, no, we, no. We'd be cassettes. We, well, I mean, we haven't made it to VHS yet. Nobody wants to see our fucking ugly faces, that's dude. True, that's true. I mean, I'm not bad looking, but whatever. I'm ugly as fuck. Anyway, so. You said it, though, not me. <laughs> I, I, hey. No. You are what you are. And, and you're not ugly. You're just nondescript. <laughs> Is that like non-binary or something? No, no, it's like you're if, not quite ugly, no, like but if, you're not quite pretty either. No, if if you were ever like, if anybody was a witness to one of your crimes, they'd be like, I don't know, he was just a guy, like he had glasses, I think. <laughs> what do you look like? I don't know, he was short, he wasn't tall, he had dark hair. I he was just a guy, <laughs> like me. They'd be like, uh, fat. Medium-sized dickhead, long hair, beard. Yeah. Pretty easy to find. Yeah. Or my father would say, long hair, they'd be me fag junkie. Yeah. You, they're like, I don't know, average-sized dude with glasses, yeah. dark hair. Well, fuck, that really narrows it down. Yes. I stick out like a sore thumb compared to that. Probably. <laughs> you know? Uh, you I have could... my hair done. Looked like a caveman. Great. <laughs> Fucking excellent. You can also find us on facebook yep dark windows podcast you can also find us on instagram and windows pod twitter same thing twitter twitter via instagram i don't actually i don't actually open twitter yes because i hate it the twitter so i just do everything (laughs) through instagram for it uh if you want to email us you can email us at darkwindowspod at gmail.com and if anybody that is good with twitter can explain to me how I stop getting notifications of I don't just like half naked women for no reason and I'm like I don't know who the fuck these people are. They just like pop up and I'm like I, I don't I don't know, but like the comments are hilarious because it's just a bunch of dudes in foreign countries that are like, Oh, super pretty sexy lady and you're like, ah, you guys are fucking dumb. <laughs> like, oh man, I hope you DM her and she just takes all of your money because you're an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Dumbasses. Yeah. Oh, Anyway, fucking thirst is real on the internet. With that said, Jesus. if you're if you're from this country, happy Thanksgiving by the time you hear this. Yeah. And, and if you're not, what the fuck are you doing? Happy it, Thanksgiving anyway. Listen, if you're in a different country that doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, you should. Because all it is is an excuse to, to get eat. with your family and friends and eat a bunch of turkey. And, I mean, we have football here, but I don't watch football. And what you guys call football in other countries isn't actually <laughs> football. Yes, it is. So no, it? I like eat a bunch of turkey, have some apple pie, and watch rugby. That's about as close as you're going to get to the American experience, right there. Whatever. It is. I mean, you're you're, you're eating turkey, eating pie, and watching grown men like grown men slam the shit out of each other over an <laughs> oval shaped ball. That's rugby and football. It's okay. the same fucking thing. Okay. Except you know, rugby you get like the New Zealanders who are fucking terrifying. Yeah. So. Oh. Anyway, just, just because. because you can't see out into the dark doesn't mean the dark can't see into you. Or can it? Happy Turkey Day <laughs> to you. Happy Turkey, Turkey Day. I know it's a Christmas song, but I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.